What's up, guys, and welcome to Thriving Thursday. I am so excited that you're here because each Thursday, you're going to get a short little clip from a past episode on different topics. Topics such as entrepreneurship, leading your team through failure, leading yourself through failure, how to talk to your kids about failure, the lens through which we should see failure, and just so much more. These are going to be short little clips ranging anywhere from two to seven minutes, really just diving in and focusing on those certain topics. This week's episode is coming from episode 17, Turning Crisis into Success with Richard and Charlie Jaffe. The full episode is so powerful. Some of the things we talk about in the full episode are how your lowest moments can lead to your greatest growth. We also talk about the differences between defeat and failure. And we spend quite a bit of time on the topics of depression, anxiety, and suicide, and what to do when you're feeling those things, and what to do when someone you know is battling those thoughts as well. So guys, you're going to want to make sure you go back to episode 17 and listen to this full episode. But in this short clip, we're talking about two things. One, how to make sure your identity isn't wrapped up in your achievements. And then two, during those moments of crisis, how you need to find small things to be successful. And that will help you navigate those times of crisis. So guys... When you're listening, take a screenshot of this episode. Let us know here at Studying Failure that you're listening and then share it with a friend as it is a powerful few minutes. So without further ado, let's jump into this week's Thriving Thursday with Richard and Charlie Jaffe. How do we separate our self-worth from a, from our achievements? Because that's tough. It is tough, but the issue is you are not... Uh, what you achieve, okay? You are who you are. So you are your relationship to other people. So you do the best you can do. Every time I got knocked down, I would just, for example, when uh, I had a session in early October 93, where I had foreclosure notices coming from our factories in Malaysia. Oh no. So we had started all the money from the first deal from Coca-Cola, invested in the second deal. It was all gone, millions and millions of dollars, okay? Anyway, I got a foreclosure notice and personal guarantees. And I told my wife, you know, and she said, honey, don't worry, I'll go back to work. And I said, honey, Charlie was six months. Her brother was three and a half years. I said, you can earn $60,000, $70,000 as a registered dietitian. I said, I owe $10 million. (laughs) You take care of the kids and let me work my way out of it. And it took a long time, but the issue is, Every day I got up and I jogged on the beach. We live in uh, Del Mar, California. And I said to myself, if I can get up and see the waves crash on the beach tomorrow, that's success. So I took it once. So I found small steps to be successful. If the business didn't make it, I felt they had the capacity to recreate it somewhere else. They were sure. to learn. But you make small steps. You say, what is success? You change your expectations. You change it and realize I'm a good person. You accept, I accepted the things I can't change and I work on everything else. I accept yeah. things about myself I can't change and I love myself and who I am. I do the best I can. I accept the things I can't change in my business and then I focus on what I can change. How do I make it better? Yeah. And if I disappoint people, I don't worry about what they think. I just do the best I can do. Mm, I love that. So so really finding, finding small things. So like you have this overarching big issue, right? But then, okay, the small things of, Okay, if I can't see the waves crash, 
I'm, I'm succeeding, right? Well, understand that fear, okay, is in the future. So mm -hmm. One of the things I did is try and keep my mind in the present. Regrets are in the past, fear is in the future. So really trying to keep, and fear is really a false expectation of actual results. You think about what's going to happen in the future. You make up fantasies. They very rarely come true. So by keeping our minds in the present, doing what we can do, it's mm -hmm. not easy. The best type time to look at crisis is looking back. It's so much more fun than going through it. Yeah. But we will go through it. I mean, look, crisis is inevitable. Is it going to catapult your growth or is it going to hold you back? We're going to yep. all continue to go through crisis after crisis. So we have to learn, how do you deal with crisis? Yeah. Deal with it by accepting it, taking small steps. And then as Charlie said before, you ask for help. She mm -hmm. pointed out to me and she taught me that as we looked at every crisis in the book, I only got out of it by asking other people for help. Really? When, when I try to do it myself, I only have my choices. It's a very small amount. When I ask for help, I have so many more choices. And people want to help. We have to allow people to help. Yeah. Now understand, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So you have to right. connect to people. But we have to ask people for help, and they love to help. Guys, if you loved this week's episode of Thriving Thursday and learned something from it, be sure to take a screenshot of the episode and tag Studying Failure on Instagram, letting us know what you did take away from the episode, and then head over and subscribe to Studying Failure Podcast as each week we have some incredible guests that share their insight on how they turn their failures into success. So guys, until next time, remember... Crisis is inevitable. It's going to happen. The question is, are you going to let it hold you back or are you going to let it catapult your growth?